Sunny 16 presents. Hello listeners, Billy Sanford here with another episode of Sunny 16 Presents on location. I'm back today with another installment in my series of chats with members of the community discussing the roles that music and photography play in their creative lives and work. My chat today is with Mike Gutterman, host of the Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast. You've been hearing some of the music that Mike makes available for content creators via his Bandcamp page during the intro and outro of each of these episodes, and I'm assuming that most of you listening will be familiar with the podcast. Mike was one of the first people I thought of when I began thinking about this series. In addition to his music for productions, he has talked about his past band experiences on the podcast. We talked about how he got started in music the group dynamic of collaborating, and about playing music live. We then touched on the powerful nature of music and photography to take you back to a particular place in time before wrapping up with a chat about family. Let's have a listen. I'm joined now by Mike Gutterman, the captain of the Negative Positives <laughs> Film Photography Podcast. Mike, thanks so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, Billy, thanks for, for asking me to do this. It's very exciting, very honored to do this. And I almost feel bad because you're asking me to come on this and I've yet to have you on my podcast and that's just unacceptable. So like, I feel like, you know, I should have extended this invite first. Now, but, you know, now that the pressure's on me, so now I'm going to have to have you on, right? So, uh, <laughs> Well, the line to get on uh, negative positives is much longer than the line to get on this one. So, <laughs> oh, so you I'll, just I'll wait. You just wait. Most people are actually cl- the line to, to run away from negative positives is also pretty long as well. So, but uh, <laughs> I was telling you, I wanted to talk to people who had an interest in music and photography. And you've talked a good bit on the podcast about being in bands. And, you know, your band camp page is, is the hottest trend in music for productions taking over the world by storm. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to use that, Billy. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and, you know, and, and it's not just your music. I mean, you solicit listener tracks for the podcast. And then when you do your uh, face cast, you, you throw in, a, you know, Mike's music tip. So <laughs> you're, you're obviously passionate about both of these things. So I guess the go ahead and get the hard question out right off the top. Are, are you a photographer who plays music or a musician who takes pictures? Oh, wow. Um, I, at risk of, uh, you know, getting, uh, uh, like bottles thrown at me, I have to say it would be a musician that takes photographs. Although I, I have a hard time calling myself a musician or a photographer because, uh, I don't know. I, I have always felt like, <laughs> like the, it's hard to call you. It's like, it's like calling yourself an artist. I'm an artist, you know, like, <laughs> you know, right. I, I don't know if I've ever felt like I was really good enough at either one of these passions to like call myself i'm a musician or i'm a photographer (laughs) even though even though just the fact just the fact of playing an instrument or shooting pictures on a camera by default kind of makes you a musician or a photographer but i don't know i think i get carried away in the in the trivialities of those (laughs) terms but uh and we probably all do yeah oh yeah yeah i mean it just feels weird I, i guess it's just I'm always afraid of sounding pretentious, but uh, yeah, I'm a photographer, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, maybe I should stop worrying about that. But uh, the reason why I would say that music, music was always my first passion, I guess. And 
it's the first creative outlet I ever uh, uh, kind of delved into. And, and in a sense, I can actually thank music for getting me into photography because um, I, I, what happened was I had a band that I'd been in several years. It broke up and, um, and I had like no, nobody I knew to play with. Everybody was in other bands and other musicians I knew were in other bands. And I didn't really have the option to like start another band. So I, I didn't see any new band project on the, on the horizon. So I was like, man, I got to find something, something creative to do. And I always had an interest in photography and I had, I dabbled in it a little bit back in high school and, and it got me right. back into photography. So in a sense, music led me to photography. So they, they go hand in hand. They're not enemies <laughs> with each other in my, in my passion, <laughs> in my passion world. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it's, um, right. it's, it's been, uh, it's been kind of, it's been great. Uh, but it, it, honestly, like, I don't know, like, my my music realm of like the, the music that, that really influenced me was like late 80s through like mid 90s and mm-hmm. uh, so much of that time as well you had mtv all the imagery from that and you had uh uh like just back then you, we still had rock magazines you know you still had music right. magazines you know and you'd look at the pictures of your favorite bands and there'd be these gritty black and white photos and then you'd watch mtv and there'd be you know gritty black and white videos or or, or some some even sometimes you'd even see a cross-process video you didn't know it was cross-processing <laughs> at the time, but you'd see all these crazy effects and, and like the imagery was so linked with the, um, the, the, you know, the, the audio of the music. Like, I think, uh, that's why I was so influenced to, uh, to uh, be attracted to a visual medium when I kind of got in a lull with music, uh, right. you know, it, photography kind of makes sense because, you know, I grew up at a time when music was so linked to the visual arts as well, you know? And, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. Well, let's, back up a little bit how did you get started with music what came first guitar or yeah it was, band or some family <laughs> it, influence it was uh it was honestly it goes back to uh you know mtv a little a little little network came out around 1982 i think right. it was and uh that would have put me at around uh around 10 11 years old that's a perfect time to be influenced and uh uh, by right. music and uh of course i'd always grown up my mom played music all the time well always music played in the house uh but none of mm-hmm. my parents weren't musicians at all um but when the mtv came out i was like these guys are uh, looks like they're having a real good time and i gotta i gotta i gotta learn how i gotta pick up one of these guitar things man i gotta figure this out <laughs> and, and uh you know that's the same thing you hear uh, time and time again teenager wants to get guitar and uh and, and hopefully uh, become a guitar player and maybe maybe some girl will actually like him you know so that's uh, you know, the same same story you know mine's no different and uh um, right i uh, i took lessons and uh my my this was the craziest thing my my music instructor was uh, legally blind and uh, <laughs> so and you think oh well, i'd be able to pull one on this guy you know because he can't see if i'm holding my guitar correctly he can't like and uh right. that dude man he couldn't see nothing but he'd be like arch your wrist arch your, you're not arching your wrist <laughs> enough i was like how, how do you know <laughs> like, it was amazing like he always knew you know and uh but the problem was he just wanted to teach me like folk uh, things like uh, Red River Valley and stuff like that. I mean, I wanted to know like rock music, man, you know, and uh, and punk music. And and he wasn't about that. He wanted to teach me out of this book, very regimented. So I gave it up, man. Like, and I never, I didn't touch a guitar again until 
probably uh, the, the early 90s when uh, the alternative and grunge thing really blew up. I was like, oh, man, wait a minute. These guys are playing really simple guitar. They're not playing a million notes a minute. I might be able to do this again, you know. And, uh, <laughs> right. So I, uh, I started uh, just picking it up and teaching myself, basically. And uh, it's kind of the same way I do photography. I just started teaching myself rather than letting somebody taking lessons or whatever. And uh, started, uh, yeah, just started then. And I had a I worked with a guy that had played played in bands and he very graciously uh helped me and helped me get his gotten my first band with me and helped me out and helped me write songs and so it kind of took off from there but yeah uh, i decided that i had to do it myself man because the uh <laughs> even as good as the legally blind guy was he he wasn't he wouldn't teach me how to rock man you know so that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well uh the, so the band thing was was something i wanted to ask about because it seems like there's a collaborative sort of team effort mm. uh, situation going on with a band that maybe, you know, photographers could collaborate, maybe like put out a zine together. Or if you were a studio photographer, maybe, you know, you plus the model, plus the lighting person, plus the hair and makeup, mm. you know, y'all are collaborating, but that doesn't feel the same to me as sort of the dynamics of a, of a band making a song together. So absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if people that to people that aren't musicians that may, may be hearing this or whatever, I'm sure everybody's probably got something like this, uh, maybe in some passion or something in their life like this. But like when you have some, uh, some people in a room together, particularly if you're writing a song or if you're doing like original music or whatever, and a song starts coming together, it's, it's like a weird thing, man. It, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable. Uh, uh, like a almost a euphoric sort of like thing, like a spiritual <laughs> thing almost that when you all start, when you're everybody in the room is clicking and the song is coming together and you're just kind of, kind of, you know, working it out. And uh, it's, uh, it's just, it's unlike really any, anything, I, any experience I've, it's a different kind of experience I've, I've ever shared with people in any, any other sort of uh, a way. It's a, it's a very, just really weird. Like it's almost, like I said, almost spiritual and uh, not to sound hokey, but it just, it's a very, <laughs> You know it is so it's a, it's a powerful no. thing when you when you when a like there was a one song in particular my last band was uh came about and we don't even like we we listen to that song now and we're like how in the hell did we write that thing it's like a 12 minute song like <laughs> like, <laughs> like how did we come up with all those parts and like it just kind of happened naturally it was just kind of a, just a, a kind of a streak of luck and everybody just was just feeling it and it just happened you know and uh but um but i i I can say, I mean, I could see where you can get a little bit of that vibe. Like you said, uh, doing like a portrait, like if you're working with a model mm -hmm. and you two are kind of bouncing ideas off of each other, I could see where you could get a little bit of that vibe. Uh, right. But, um, but for me, photography, I think one of the things that I like about it and where I separate it from music is the fact that it is solitary uh, for me uh, more than so the music might be. Uh, and I think that's one, th one of the reasons I kind of was attracted to it because I don't need other people to go do it. You know, I can go do <laughs> right. it myself. I don't have to have the, the lazy drummer show up for band practice uh, <laughs> to, to make it happen, you know? So uh, there's that advantage too. So, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, so, sort of along those same lines, because I, I, I feel like this is probably a similar feeling. You know, if, if you're in a band and you get to play live in front of people, right? So that's not a thing. People don't, show up to watch you take pictures <laughs> but people will show up to to listen to you play music and mm -hmm. and that's you know the adrenaline gets going it's it's energetic i mean does that aside from the creative part of creating music does that 
just having that immediate feedback on on what you're doing does that mm -hmm. feed another part of the process for you y yeah um i don't know man i I have always been uh, extremely nervous on stage. I've never gotten to the <laughs> point where where I'm, I've been comfortable with it. Uh, uh, usually, uh, you know, we, we, most of the bands I ever played in, we play 45 minutes to an hour or so max. And I'd start, if our set was 48 minutes long, I'd start getting comfortable about 46 minutes and 30 seconds in. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it is nice. Like, uh, there is something to it that, it, like, uh, when you when you hit that final note or whatever, and then people applause and like you know you you get off stage and I I mean you can't say it doesn't uh, it isn't satisfactory to your ego or whatever when you have people come up to you after the show and, and tell you how much they like your music or whatever I mean I, I'd be lying if I said that that isn't like uh, you know a, a little stroke to your ego you know that, that, that that's not right. satisfying would be a lie you know and uh, uh, but you know I've also had thrills like that with photography where. You know, people uh, buy a piece of uh, a, a photograph from me at an art show is, is somewhat of a similar thing. Uh, it's definitely a different environment. Uh, people are people aren't walking up to my <laughs> my photo wall and, and like yelling and fist pumping and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Woo, photography! <laughs> no, but like, nothing like <laughs> right. Pro but, uh, probably not uh, spilling their beer on you either, though. <laughs> right, that's a good point. Well, I don't know. Some of the art shows have been too. I've had beers spilled on me. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's 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 different, but. Um, uh, it's just, well, you know, I was just thinking about this. I, I, I could say maybe, uh, you know, people talk about it and I'm not a darkroom printer, but a lot of people talk about, you know, uh, the satisfaction of making like a really great print in the darkroom and watch it emerge in the, in the developing tray and all that. Uh, I, maybe that's, that's, you know, a, one thing that, uh, that you can experience in photography that's similar to some of the, some of the music experiences that you would get, I mean, in a different kind of way, but sort of that, uh, kind of, you know, the goosebumps kind of thing or whatever, maybe from that. Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, darkroom stuff, uh, not something I haven't really had time or space for in my life, but <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so maybe not so much as a musician or photographer as, as someone who listens to music or looks at pictures. I mean, the, both of these things have a way of, you know, capturing a moment in time. And, and if you look at a picture, it can take you back to that place. Or if you listen right. to a song, it takes you back to that place. I mean, it, it, is that pretty much, are they both pretty much the same in that way to you? Or do you find that one or the other kind of is, is, is more powerful to you as a, as a consumer of those things? Yeah, that's a great question. I, 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 I've, I do believe like I look back at photographs that I take, I've taken even before I was in the photography, even when I go back to like when I just took snapshots of uh, when me and my wife were just dating in the nineties or whatever, I can, I can see a photograph and it's just the most mundane photograph. It's, uh, it's like a picture of her and we're at a mini golf or whatever, uh, in Florida or something like that. And I can remember almost everything about that evening, uh, who won the mini golf game. And, and it's usually me just saying, but, uh, right. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and like, you know, just, I remember all these little things out of one really ridiculous four by six snapshot, you know, uh, uh, almost what would seem like a mundane photograph. So that, that power of a photograph to trigger a memory that otherwise would not be there, you know, is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty amazing. And I have the, uh, and I don't know if everyone's like this. I have this, uh, sort of insane ability. Uh, my wife, uh, 
and kind of makes fun of me uh, for it all the time is like, I will hear a song and I'll be like, Oh man, you know what this song reminds me of? It reminds me of that time we were at this, uh, we were at this little souvenir shop is our 1992 in Florida. And like, we were looking at the shark tank and they were feeding the sharks and they were playing this song on the, on the, on the, uh, on the speaker system over the, over there, uh, over the, in the souvenir shop. And she's like, how in the hell do you remember that? Like I would never, that song would never bring up a moment of them feeding sharks on the souvenir shop in Florida. Like, but uh, that, that's, <laughs> that song will forever remind me of that. I don't know why I, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm always looking for a soundtrack to my life, I guess. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, but both of them have equally a powerful ability to bring up memories for me, but how might give the edge of photography though, because the music might take me back to a specific moment, but man, a photograph, I can remember, almost remember like a whole day sometimes just by seeing one photograph, you know, you know, so yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I, we talked a little bit before we started recording and, and, you know the, the there's definitely a similarity in in gear and gear acquisition <laughs> and you know I, I'm not as familiar on the music side of this but uh, obviously on the photography side people uh, you know buying cameras and lenses and film or or just any you know kind of accessory um, but in your experience the the gas is is no better on the music side. No, no. Matter of fact, I, I was talking to you before we got on here, uh, before we started recording that, uh, gas was a term that I heard in the music community long before I heard in the, in the photography community. And maybe it's just cause I wasn't in the photography community at the time, but I was like, when I went to the photography community and heard they were using the term gas, I was like, ah, Oh, they got this from the music guys, you know, and then but actually <laughs> maybe the music guys got it from the photo guys. I'm not sure, but it's, I, I am the, uh, the, the, one of the unlucky to be afflicted for, uh, with a passion for both, uh, uh, two of maybe the most gear hoarding hobbies it's ever been invented to mankind. And so I have been a ter- eternally poor because of it, but, uh, uh, so, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a real thing. And, and I think the reason why, uh, and I, I don't, and I don't see it as a problem as, you know, as long as it's, if, as long as you're enjoying it and you're not putting your family, you're keeping a roof over your family's head and, you know, everything's, you know, you're, you're feeding, you're, you're able to eat and all that. Like, because to me, the reason why is because with camera gear and music gear is there's so much uh, that you can do and there's so much gear out there and each piece of gear can bring an, a new uh, idea or, or a new creative outlet or push you in a different direction or influence you to try something else. Uh, and like, you know, it, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like I always make the, the, um, uh, the comparison between like, uh, like a, a different, using a different camera, uh, like the same as like uh, using a different guitar. Like I have probably six, seven guitars I own now and each guitar I pick up and play a little bit different. And, uh, and it inspires me to play in, in, a, in a certain different way. And I feel the same with cameras. Like I pick up a different camera. Uh, it, I, I feel like I shoot a little different, you know, the, the even just the fact that it may be a, a very similar camera, but the dials in a little bit different place or, or the viewfinder looks a little different. Uh, and I think I can, that's it, good to like, you know, sometimes you need a little inspiration a little new piece of gear can, can, you know, can take you somewhere you wouldn't go, go if you use the same thing every single time. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think, you know, I think it's, it can be, I guess it can be unhealthy, but for the most part, I think from a, from a creative standpoint, I think it could, think it'd be a healthy, a healthy uh, thing that we, uh, uh, I think there's reason for us to have so much gas because it, it, can, <laughs> it can actually, it can help our photography. It can help our music or whatever. So, yeah. 
Uh, I right. guess it could be do it the, can be a detriment too, I'm sure, but you know, but <laughs> do the uh Fender players and Gibson players get along or is or <laughs> maybe a, is there a version of film versus digital in the music world? <laughs> yeah, I would say there is. And I guess like some of the uh, guitar forums are just as ridiculous as some of the say like digital <laughs> photography forums or whatever. So there's a lot of a lot of ridiculousness that goes on. But uh, uh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's as bad as it maybe used to be. But um, uh, but yeah, there's a little bit of a. Uh, I, I think actually I think it's gotten to the point now with uh, and maybe maybe that's even in ha happening in cameras as well. Is that we're all starting to acquire so many cameras that and so many guitars that almost every guitarist is going to have one gibson and one fender and 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 every photographer is going to have one canon and one nikon so they, they don't know what side to choose anymore <laughs> that's right that's right okay you you mentioned you know your parents playing music and or not you know not playing instruments but playing music in the house and everything and i think you mentioned a while back uh if I'm remembering correctly, what wasn't one of your sons starting to play around with creating some electronic music of his own? Yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, he was right when I came out here, he was in his room doing it right now. So yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's been doing like electronic music for several years. Um, and then, uh, he's recently, uh, started, uh, taking some photographs. So, uh, I'm very proud of him. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I, I won. Like, yes. <laughs> like I did something right, you know, <laughs> that's right. Well, you, right. you probably anticipated my next question because I was going <laughs> to ask about the photography side of it too. Oh, okay. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so that's good. I mean, he, you know, all joking aside, I, I obviously I think, you know, you've you've had an influence on him. Uh, yeah. But when he got into the music stuff, I mean, did he come and ask you any questions about it? Or did he like you with the guitar? Did he just start doing it? Doing it yeah, he, he, he uh, you know, he asked for uh, uh, he asked for a guitar um, for one, a Christmas or a birthday or whatever. And we started him off on an acoustic and then uh and then it uh, wasn't like not long after he wanted an electric guitar, which I completely understood because that's my that's my that's what I like too. And uh, but he wanted the cool thing was he wanted the same kind of guitar I have, and I was like, so I bought him the much cheaper version of the of the guitar I have. <laughs> and, uh, and, right. uh, and so and he he started playing on that, and um, at some point he just I you know his his generation is different than than our than than mine and and yours, and uh, uh, right. where I think you know. The, they're more attracted to the uh, the electronic side of music, I think, uh, more in, into the pro music production than they are, say, maybe uh, actually learning how to play an instrument, and form a band, and all that stuff, and going through all that 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 rigmarole. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> but uh, so he started uh, just kind of getting into it, and uh, I actually think I had one of the I had a program like a music production program. I, I let him put on his computer, and then he ran with it, and then he got programs and uh yeah he's done done it for quite a few years now and has uh he actually did a thing where he collaborated with some other artists that over in europe and did a single together wow. or something so i mean it's kind of crazy what you can do nowadays that like <laughs> you know uh, i was remember back in the 90s when i first started playing guitar like i i spent like I think I spent like five hundred dollars, like in nineteen in in the nineteen nineties. I mean five hundred dollars was a lot of money in nineteen nineties for like a oh, little yeah. four 
four track cassette recorder that recorded on a cassette. And I thought like I had just bought like, you know, I don't know, like uh, like uh, Warner Brothers Studios or something like that. You know, I, was like, <laughs> like, I was on my way to fame, you know, and it was all it was was a four track cassette recorder, you know. And uh, yeah. now you got all this access to uh, this great software and being able to co- collaborate with people across the world. I'm like, man, you guys got it made compared to what I, <laughs> I, used, to have go, I used to have to go around to clubs and give them a CD and beg for a gig, you know, like. <laughs> well, that's yeah. that's true. And that brings up another good point. I mean, I think for photographers that has gotten easier too. I mean, Blurb or Mixum or whatever the, the you know, all of these sites exist where you could put your own zines now yeah. and photo books and, and all that sorts of thing. Yeah, I remember when I, I, I dropped him off uh, at college uh, after Thanksgiving, I, I sent him back up with one of my uh, SLRs and like three rows of film. And uh, it was an after priority camera, so it was pretty easy to explain to him. But there's some things I wanted him to know, you know, and I thought, and so I, I spent, you know, after I dropped him off, spent about an hour in his dorm room, kind of running through the basics and, and what to do to make sure the pictures at least come out okay and all this. And I was like, we'll work on more detailed stuff later. But this is the basics, what you need to get, start shooting, start shooting this camera, you know, get a feel for it. And then I, mm-hmm. I, on the way home, I was like, man, I hope I told him this. I hope I told him that. And then, <laughs> and then I realized, like, he can just YouTube this stuff, man. Like, I, you know, like if I forgot something, I could just send him a YouTube link or whatever. Like, you know, like it's, a, I mean, YouTube's out there that they could really show him way better than probably what i did you know in that hour in his dorm room like uh you know i always forget there's like they've got the world at their fingertips and like i'm worried about <laughs> tell him to set the iso right and all that, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right well on on this theme of of family and it sounds like uh your, your son is getting an appreciation for your film photography it's what about the rest of your family do they do they understand your passion you're a passionate man mike <laughs> well you know uh, i have been married for a long time Billy, but, uh, but I, like there are are they like oh you're going out to the garage to talk to your internet friends again <laughs> and, and with an eye roll or, or do they get it? I mean, oh, no, they absolutely get it. Uh, that's actually, uh, I think one of my biggest blessings in life is just, uh, just how supportive uh, my wife has been through all my passions uh, as for as very little, uh, income or anything that it's, or very little that is done for her or, or this family. She's always been like, uh, so supportive of every little creative outlet or weird creative thing I've tried to do. And, uh, uh, so it actually, if, if I have any issue with it, it's her basically saying, uh, like, when are you going to go take some photos, Mike? Uh, what, what are you doing? Like, I thought you're the photographer, like, uh, what, what, what's going on here? Like get off your butt and go take photos. Like that's actually the only uh, grief I get from the family is, like that i'm not taking enough which which this last year they would be correct about but uh uh but yeah so no i'm I'm really blessed about that just to have that support because you know i mean these things that we do that are passions uh that uh you know they may seem frivolous they may seem like uh we're wasting time or or that you know oh well this will never like make you money or make you rich and famous or whatever uh, that people may on the on the outside think that it might be the reason you're doing all this stuff but uh but that everyone that's that's passionate about these things we know that's not why we do it it's it's way more it's just about the uh the act of creating something and 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 the the fulfillment you get in your life from doing that and uh and i think there's there's no there's no better thing i think it helps it keeps us sane it keeps us happy 
And when we're happy, we can, you know, keep the people around us happy as well. So I think it's just, it's an important thing to, uh, to pursue creative outlets and, um, and you know, regardless of what the, what the means to the end is for it. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that's, that sort of segues nicely into, into the last kind of question I had for you. I, awesome. I mean, you, I'm, glad, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad I set them up for you there. Billy. That's, you right. Know, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So you, uh, you were talking to uh, Timothy and Chris recently on analog talk and you, mm -hmm. and you, you, two things i guess you mentioned that you sort of you know we we talked about gas earlier but you feel like photographically speaking you kind of you kind of happy with the gear you've got at the moment yeah and that also yeah and that and that also you know covid did put a dent in your photography as it did for a lot of people obviously mm -hmm. but, but so so the question was i guess photographically speaking what what is next i mean you've talked about you know maybe once you retire, getting into the large format or the dark room that we talked mm -hmm. about earlier or whatever. I mean, it, you know, it, it looks like we probably still have a ways to go uh, before this pandemic is over and we're back to normal. But, right. but what do you what do you think maybe when 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 you're ready to get back out there shooting, what do you think uh, you're going to focus on? Well, I have I have an extended time off right now, and it was my goal to uh, go out with my son, who is in town from from college for the for the Christmas right. break. And uh, uh, but the the evil COVID has got me, and I'm actually just now <laughs> getting over COVID. <laughs> so, oh, no. but uh, so that's could have put a, a little bit. I we're, I still should you know uh, get out of my uh, quarantine time and have some time to go shoot with him, which I think will help. Right. I think it'll be helpful for me to get. I, I think my biggest issue is like just not being motivated and like kind of being out of practice with it and i think it'll be mm -hmm. very helpful for me to go out with my son and showing some things and be more you know i'll take photos too but i'm really wanting to help him you know like figure out some things and then and i think that'll get me uh going yeah i just need that little push and uh and right. then i think after that i think one of the problems that i had the, the last couple of times i went out shooting is I brought too many cameras and I'm not going to say I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to cut down to like one camera. That'll never happen. But it was that last time I went out, I think I had five on me and I was constantly mm -hmm. juggling cameras. And like, I came out, like, I didn't really like the results. I think I didn't really, uh, I think I was too scatterbrained. It wasn't focused at all because I had just juggling too much. So I do kind of, I think I want to kind of like, like hone in on something like, you know, today I'm just going to go out with a, a Hoga and, uh, um, some other uh, crappy camera, you know, that's all I'm taking, you know, and it's going to be right. crappy camera day or whatever. Maybe I did like, <laughs> <laughs> like narrow, narrow it down to keep me a little more focused. You know, I think it's what, I think it's what I got to do. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, my, my thing is I just got to get out and start doing it again. I, I just kind of, I got out of the habit. And uh, uh, so hopefully right. just to be a matter of, uh, you know, getting back on the horse. And I, I think honestly, uh, I, I like to think that my I've influenced my son to get into music and photography, <laughs> but maybe it'd be my son that gets me back in the photography train. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> oh, that that would be yeah. awesome to bring it full circle that way. Yeah, yeah, you know. So hey, yeah, I think he owes me at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right, that's right. Well, I I do appreciate your time, Mike, and and for sharing your insights and observations on all of this. Um, oh, Billy, it's been a, it's I, been a blast. I, I thank you, thank you for asking me, man. It's been a real honor. Absolutely. So I, I guess I should just tell you to stay positive, right? That's right. And shoot some cool film photos. That's right. There you go. <laughs>
Many thanks again to Mike for taking the time to talk with me. As he mentioned towards the end of the podcast, he was under the weather when we spoke, so I'm especially grateful. It's hard to imagine that anyone who is listening to this is not already listening to the Negative Positives podcast, but if you aren't already, I would highly recommend it. Also, check out Mike's Bandcamp page at mikegutterman.bandcamp.com. You've been hearing some of his music behind the intros and outros during this series, but Mike has a variety of tracks available on the site that would be perfect for any content you might be considering. For example, perhaps you're contemplating your own ad hoc podcast or series. May I also recommend the Sunny 16 Presents feed? A big thanks to the Sunny 16 team for making this channel available to host that very sort of content. And please do get in touch with them at sunny16presents at gmail.com if you have an idea. Thank you again for listening to this series. I'll be back again soon with another installment. In the meantime, take care.